You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. this season's The Chimp Paradox by Professor Steve Peters. We had slight audio issues with the first part of the recording of the podcast and therefore this is a brief introduction into what you may have missed due to the sound quality. Professor Steve Peters is a consultant psychiatrist with over 20 years experience in the psychiatry field. Over the years of his working and research he's come up with the concept that within each and every one of us contains a human side and an inner chimp side, and as such, the two battle it out in our everyday lives. As he puts it, your inner chimp can be your best friend or your worst enemy, and this is the chimp paradox. The book itself is about mind management, and it's about us as people understanding why we behave, why we behave the way we do, and how and why we make the everyday decisions in life we do, and also how we can possibly improve not only how people see us in life, but how we see ourselves. Without further ado, please enjoy the rest of the podcast. No further ado, French. Kick them off. Ah, uh, cool. So to give a basic premise of the chimp paradox, um, it's 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 about the chimp model. It's essentially based on, and to give you a taste of what the chimp model is referring to, it was made to help you understand and manage your mind. Um, it's actually based on science, a complex science. It says. It makes you understand the brain and how the inner workings of the brain can be used in in in, in like daily life essentially. Like um, whether it's road rage, whether it's making decisions, whether it's uh, yeah, not eating that donut or going to that bakery, looking at a certain man right now. But yeah, it's got it's got um, it's fun, but it says it's got a, a very serious side. So we'll jump in. And um, we'll we'll take you along the journey. So first and foremost, in regards to, as you may know, if you're a regular listener, you know that all, all our books are about self-improvement, self-help. So this this is no exception. And one of the one of the clear things this book states is to change or improve, you must recognize that you're not always functioning in the way that you want to because you are not always the person that you want to be. We don't always seem to have control over your emotions or what you think or do. You must want to do something about it and be willing to accept change. So, yeah, essentially, it's 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 about wanting to change. So this book is is made to help you along those changes if that's something that you wanna you actually wanna do on your journey. So we're gonna start on part one. Your your inner mind explored, chapter one: the psychological mind. Now the book goes on to explain that the mind is broken uh, in reference to this book anyway the mind's broken down into three brains and from a scientific standpoint it's the frontal brain the limbic and the parietal I don't know if I've said that right but yeah it's it's in three three forms and they've broken that down to simplify as the chip the chimp the human and the computer now the 
Just to, I don't know, do any of you guys want to explain what the chimp, human and the computer are? Then we'll we'll jump into some questions. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, so essentially, what the, what the way the book breaks down, the way Professor Steve Peters breaks down is, your chip is almost your emotional side of, of your brain. So your chip, um, your chimp, if for instance you're in a sense of danger, something spontaneous happens to you, the chimp is the first to react. Now, what the chimp, the chimp will convey a message to you. And it's down to you, the human, because the chimp reacts quicker than the human. Also, the chimp, um, the chimp, as I said, is the first to react. It's down to the human to kind of, to your human side, should I say, is your more logical side, and your, your where's your chimp's more emotional side. So, you you got cut up on the road. Your chimp might jump. Your chimp might say to you, send a message to you, yo, don't make that pussy or do that to you. Blah blah, run him down. Whereas the human side might be like. He's cut me up, so what? Within the next five minutes, I'm going to forget about it and, we, and we, we keep it moving. Now, the way that Professor Steve Peters breaks the book down is essentially how can we gain a bit more control of our chimp or understand the message the chimp is, is portraying to us for our human side to, to be able to deal with that. Now, one of the ways is, as French has mentioned, is we have what's called the computer. And there's other stuff in going to Gremlins, Goblins, we'll come on to that. But you can go into the computer. Now, your computer is almost something you program from birth. Just think of your normal your computer at home, your Mac, your Dell, whatever you got, Surface. I don't know what you got at home. But anyway, you might have your computer. you got to add files or, or programs to it to make it work, to make it remember, to have it almost on what's called autopilot. Now, essentially, as we're born and as we're developing, yes, we have influences from friends, family, parents, blah, 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 TV, media, all of those things, yeah? But... Each and every day, we are programming that computer. And with that computer comes an almost like an automatic response, which, because we've done something a number of times, might be jerking up your chicken at home. You know straight away what ingredients go in, how much you're going to need of it, because it's saving your computer. You've done it a number of times. Now, let's go back to that same scenario. That emotional chip when someone cuts you up, because this has happened to you before, your computer immediately can react. Before the chips had a chance to react, before the humans had a chance to talk, computer can react and say this has happened before and either the outcome was a i got into a bit of road rage didn't it didn't end very well or b i let it go and actually within five minutes i completely forgotten about it so your computer has almost pre-stored information which almost acts on another keyword that will come onto autopilot where you you don't really need to into the chip doesn't need to or if the chip reacts your autopilot can can almost take over and reassure the chip and a human can obviously, on the other end of it, speak to the chip. We're going to come into all this. I know I'm speaking, I'm, I'm using words and terms which you're not familiar with yet. But essentially, that's the breakdown. You have your computer, which has pre-stored kind of beliefs, values, ways to react in certain situations. Your chimp, your emotional side, who's not always wrong, but we'll come on to that. But your chimp, that's the emotional side. And your humans who are more rational, more logical, more... Actually, if I go and run a man down, it can lead to this, to this, and I might be, a, I might be nicked. That's the, that's the breakdown professor mason <laughs> all right cool so we'll, we'll start we'll start mm. on the intro which is a chimp and the chimp as you mentioned already mace is an emotional machine that thinks independently independently from us and the idea from the chimp is as you said it's it's hardwired there's there's it, the chimp is in everyone and it's from it, it dates back from when we first i guess evolved as humans so when you think of fight or flight, that's where your your 
chimp side of the brain essentially come from. Can I just just cut up, cut you up there, yeah. um, Edward Scissorhands? Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this today, and I think it was either something I'll, I've been listening to via audio audiobook. So I think what I was listening to today, or maybe yesterday, it was saying that you can't change your chimp. It's almost like it's what's been given to you, mm. and I don't know. I don't want to say I thought that's unfair, but it just it made me think like there's advantages and disadvantages to be given like let's say certain types of chimps, if that makes any sense. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess that's what I wanted to say. Really, it just sounded a bit um, not odd, but um, peculiar. Yeah. Do you know what? There's there's something that there's a question that I pose later on in the in the chapters that kind of touches on that a bit still. Cool. But yeah, no, that's essentially what it is. Everyone has a chimp in the, inside their brain, not literally, but just to to make the process of explaining it a bit easier. But yeah, we've we've all got one. They've they've all got their own essentially personality so to speak and it's how we we manage them that's why the book i guess is called the chimp paradox the mind management all right so in regards to the chimp um as we said it's an emotional machine can you train your emotions and i ask that because well essentially can you train your emotions as similar to like an independent system so like we've got our cardiovascular system which we can train by going on running we can do sports and get our endurance up you've also got the vascular system that um wim hoff mentions which is our skin so basically to train your vascular system you may have cold showers cold like cold immersion and cryotherapy so that would help you uh, sustain cold uh, cold conditions essentially so with that being said can you train your emotions Mav, I go first? Cool. So this is something that was said, I think, in the latter end of the chapter. Um, I wrote this down literally a couple of hours ago. Um, it's to train your computer to be more reactionary and to interject the chimp. So when things do occur, your computer, well, the computer or the human is best placed to respond. Um, so I guess like if your chimp has been given to you, and let's say it can't change, um, actually, I don't, I don't want to say let's say, but let's let's go with that presumption that it can't change because it's been given to you. Um, I guess you're more so training your human to learn to be more reactionary and jump in when things occur. So I'm, I'm going to say I don't think you can change your emotions, but I think you can train your human to interject and to mediate the situation when things do take place. I like, like, I like what you said there, P. I'm literally going to spin your word back, but just in my own way. Okay. So the way I'd answer that is the same, I agree with you, um, in that, chimp itself and the emotion the chimp, the chimp brings those i don't think you can train it as such because no matter how many say like someone passes a member of family passes it doesn't mean that next one's not going to be as painful those emotions are still not going to react um overtake take control of the emotional side yeah but as you said you have the human there who can almost speak back to chimp and say do you know what this happened a couple of years ago and you got through it you can get through it again and then you've got if that happens three, four, five times, your computer is then storing these things and remembering that you can get through it. And all of a sudden, your computer <coughs> can come into force and say, and, and almost interject the chip before the chip goes haywire with the emotion. We start wrecking the room and breaking up the house and whatnot. The computer can say, you're four or five times, and, and come in the autopilot side of things. And it'd be like, okay, it's all right to be down. We've, we've been through this before. You can be down. You, you, you can recover. So actually, there's no need to brock wild. But the chimp at the same time is gonna, it's gonna be emotional. Like it's gonna happen. It's 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 it's, it's human. And no two 
situations are the same. So one road rage and another road rage, then there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a slight difference. Yeah, you know I mean, there's no two situations the same. So, so because of that, your reaction, no two reaction be the same. But you can know, you can look at the, the the scenario holistically and know right. I got through that scenario in that way. As or I didn't quite manage that in that way. Let me try something different this time. And that's the human and logic coming to you. And I know for me personally, as I've got older, my human start my kind of logic, my rational side of things, because I, I start to look at the world more holistically. And I start to look at things which are important and what's not. What's a first world problem and what's not. And that helps. That helps because obviously you can't start. You can't start. Yesterday I was working. Yeah. And um, someone come up to me and they asked me something. And it was right next to them. And, I, and straight away I was like, in my brain. And I kind of muttered. And I said, you know what? Actually, you haven't eaten for four hours. You haven't drank. You're tired. There's people off. There's people off today. That's what's causing you to think like that. Just kind of speak back to yourself, reassure, and that chimp kind of will slowly glide away. There's so many elements of this book we're going to go into because mm. I want to break it down further, but I won't to give it away to the... To the One last thing, literally just 10 seconds. Um, it's in regards to the humans. So this is something that I, re- well, I wrote down, but it's obviously in the book as well. Humans, <clears throat> sorry. Humans try to gather the facts before responding. Um, Evidence-based. So it shows obviously shades of grey, rationale, in context with, with balance. So that's what I wanted to add to it. So yeah, um, just to add to what I said, really, you try to either train your human to jump in and interject where where the where the sorry where the chimp is running wild, really. You know what I mean? And if the humans coming in with rationale, then hopefully things will become a bit more balanced. Cool. I mean, to round it up, I w- I was gonna say you can train you can train your emotions, but you've broken it down in the terms of the book in terms of all right, there's a chimp and a human. But it's the human that's actually in control of the emotions rather than the chimp. So I would still, I would still argue that you can train your emotions. Emotions or your, um, your chimp. So your question specifically was. Yeah, your must just, just the question was, can you train your emotions? Yes. As a, like, and and think of it is as a system. Like, see the way you can, as I said, you can train your cardiovascular system to improve. Can you trick? Can can you control your emotional system? So do you say train or control? Train. See, I'm unsure you can train. I could be wrong. Control, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, control, yeah. It, it, control, it, essentially, yes. Essentially, yes, that is um, how so you would define it. Take out the tower. I think that's slightly different. That be, I think you can train your reaction to your emotions. Yeah, which yeah. is control. Yeah. The way I'm looking so at, you yeah. can handle, and, and it's funny, is because the next part that I've noted down says exactly that, which is on page seven. Uh, the author says, having a chimp is like owning a dog. You are not responsible for the nature of the dog, but you're responsible for managing and keeping it well behaved, i.e. the human managing the chimp. So this is a very important point, and you should stop and think about this because it is crucial to your happiness and su- success in life. And that's on page seven. So the chimp within, and just to reiterate, the chimp within your head is a separate entity to you. So, So don't think that you are an actual chimp or it's there's a chimp bugging out in your head you don't know what to do so just before you go on anyways just before you go on can you can can you clearly see the difference between your chimp human and computer 100 i I can but i I wanted to know what everyone else was going to say before reading this book yes i could yeah not using those terms but no 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 but just see see the fingers yeah see with this book and we've if you want to go back and look at our previous catalogue, but we've read a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. 
and it essentially deals with similar minds management and I'll probably refer to it um, quite a few times throughout this, Actually, even in my notes when I'm looking at it, I've, I've, I've put it down as the chimp is system one and the human is system two, if we're thinking of the terms the way the book in Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow, no. Thinking Fast and Slow. Thinking I Fast think. and Slow, yeah, that's the one. So as soon as, as, soon as um, I have a situation or reaction, I'm, quite, I'm very aware of my, I'll use the terms of the book, but the chimp. And see how you had that that's that inner dialogue with yourself of I've not eaten, I need to do this. I have that as well. I'm also aware of the the inner, uh, especially when I'm hungry, because I get angry when I'm hungry, like hangry and like proper. But I'm also very aware of what I'm doing and what needs to change so it doesn't escalate any further. So yeah, I'm able to have that dialogue and be like, okay, no, this 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 is not how I want to be reacting. I've I'm aware of it, so it's now to change it. It's time to change it. So, yeah, I'm very aware of the different... Because then I can speak on, like, for example, when we say about being an autopilot and the computer, there's times <coughs> when I just do things on autopilot, I don't even realise it, especially like if I'm working or something and I do a particular routine in a certain way. I may not notice that I'm doing it on routine, but someone else would be like, oh, you just, just, just did it and you didn't... Do you know what I mean? Like, I think someone else, yeah, someone said to me, oh, um, you didn't say hello or bye, but it wasn't, but it wasn't out of intentional rudeness. It was just literally, I've gone to start the job and I finished the job and I was just on autopilot. I wasn't thinking about because there's certain uh, clients that I can just go, come and go and I don't have any interaction. So this was just another time where I was on autopilot. I've gone in, done the job and left. But I wasn't thinking about anything else but the job and leaving yeah. but it wasn't someone pointed out and said oh you didn't you didn't say say bye or whatever I was like, okay i didn't even realize and i genuinely didn't realize because i was on autopilot so yeah i'm very aware of the different distinct parts of the brain that are in operation yeah yeah fact. there's been times when like i've driven and i've got i've got two exits down say on the a40 and i can't remember how i got there and, I, and i've obviously driven safely but mm. that is the autopilot kicking in yeah and i don't know if we've given the definition of it. I think it's self-explanatory. I don't think we've given the definition of autopilot. Essentially, we spoke about the chimp, the human, the computer. Once within the computer, if you've done something four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times, essentially you can then carry out a task or do something on what's called autopilot, i.e. the chimp and the human don't really need to get involved or the chimp, it won't take up any of their energy or the chimp's energy. And that, that doesn't just go for positive situations like mm. at your work or, or me driving. Mm -hmm. When I say positive, I mean something that's not negative. But it could also go into negative situations. It could be something like, um, what, like what's the example I used earlier? As to a negative one. Yeah, it could be like road rage. It could be someone like cutting you up. And mm. because it's happened six, seven times, and you've now found a, a reaction, you've now found something that suits you in terms of inside you that says, okay, I can let this go. Your chimp won't pipe up as much because actually autopilot kicks in from your computer, from your memory bank and says, ah, oh, it's fine. Like they, Maybe they've had a bad day or maybe they're just new to driving. You start to, these gray areas you're talking about, the human and what's being factored into your computer, autopilot kicks in and it almost reassures and helps the chip not to pipe up. 
I feel like we're just jumping way too I far. Know, no, we are. So he's the one jumping all too far. I said, you, <laughs> yo, you're, you're about two hours in, B. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's not even that. It's because we're mentioning terms of references and you can't help, because they're key to the book. Yeah. You can't help but mention them, but then we might as well break it down quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I was going to say, with um, what you said, I'm not jumping ahead, don't worry. Yeah. I was just going to say, in reading the book, things are a bit more clearer. Yeah, a bit more clear as to the division okay, between yeah, the three. Yeah. But yeah. It's simplified. I, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I've always been aware there's a difference between the two. Yeah. Or three. I'm, I'm with you on that as well. And it's just, it's just when you give terminology something, it almost helps it to, to um, it almost helps you to understand it a bit better. Because you know what's going on, but because there's no specific word or terminology you've maybe been provided with or read mm. up on, I think it's easier then. If that All makes right. sense. So saying that, would you yeah. say that the chimp is a cute way to identify the ego then? I'm I wouldn't. Not, sorry, I'm not saying the word is correct. What I, all I'm saying is having specific term or something, it helps to explain it. I, I don't know if that makes, yeah, that makes sense in my head anyway. Because mm. even I've been having discussions all week with my missus and saying your inner chimp's doing this and she's just requiring on me because she ain't read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you trying to say calling me a chimp? It's that, it's like yeah. the stupid chimpanzees. Like, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, you need to read the book after me. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? You asked the question, is the chimp the best? I don't know, I, I don't know. Is it a cute way of saying that's the ego? Because that's, that's the, when I first started reading this book, I was like, this chimp thing sounds like just like the ego, like it's the ego reacting. I think it forms part. Mm. Yeah, like I would, yeah, it forms part of the ego. Mm. Um, if, if you were dividing the chimp into two, as in positive, negative, then it would form a lot of the of the positive and negative. Yeah, let's say positive as to yeah, confidence, egotistical. Yeah. yeah, then I say it form part of that. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say yes, but it forms certainly part of it. To a degree, I guess. Yeah, thanks, to a degree. Cool. One of the key points it makes before we move on further is one of the secrets of success and happiness is to learn to live with your chimp and not get bitten or attached by it. To do this, you need to understand how your chimp behaved and why it thinks and acts in the way that it does you also need to understand your human and not muddle up your human with your chimp and that's on page eight the third part of the psychological mind see this is what i'm saying about and the jumping jumping over all kind of turnstiles before we've even got there so i'm going to explain oh there's not really point much explaining we've kind of spoken on what the computer is but essentially, it stores the info from both the human and the chimp into it and is used in an automatic way as a point of reference. Uh, it mentions development time. And development time is... I've, I've noted it down as... I, I liken it to journaling. So a reflection of the day, your thoughts, actions and reactions. And I think that's something that uh, if you're not currently doing, maybe that's something that you could do. So you can look back on a day and see how your chimp and your human has interacted throughout the day. Go on. You might know I reflect on the Sunday, innit? Remember, man's told you, what, what, what do I do on a Sunday when man's doing my little, sh my little shift there and I come back and say, yeah, man, put these out and it look good. Yeah, I think I know what you're referring to, yeah. What, on the, on the displays? Yeah, all that, man, I'm coming and I link up with you guys, yeah, I'm just reflecting on this and I done it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's jokes no but i've been there before you know what i mean where where you're in your when you're working as such you know what i mean and yeah i've been there before i know what you're referring to i was gonna say though um 
I've wrote down S2, but it shows the importance of writing things down. Obviously, there's, there's been a period where I've said, I'll write absolutely List, yeah, every, yeah. yeah, make sure. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Go to the toilet too. What? <laughs> Bro, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the importance of writing things down because in high emo- in high sorry in times of high emotion the chimp won't follow the script yeah facts yeah. facts um yeah i i i personally i'm not gonna say i journal every single day but i definitely attempt to make a journal every day and since journaling it has helped it actually i'm able to look back on the day reflect on situations i think i was explaining to up the other day um a, a situation with a client and uh it got a bit heated and i think i, I noted it down and looking back once you've noted something down and you look back at it you could be like oh, that was that was a silly reaction that was stupid but i remember even in that situation i was aware of my chimp and my human and the chimp wanted to bug out like i'll give the i'll, I'll explain i want to add to that after gone so I th- yeah, I think it was the same day that you said you had your madness. I want to you to talk. I'm going to say two seconds. <laughs> Do you know what? I think sometimes you got to let the chimp go. Yeah, no, facts. Let him go. Just do what you're doing. Whatever you were thinking, just go do it. Do, I, do you know what? I I, I was going to second that. But in this on this occasion, if I'd let, let the chimp go, then I may not be sitting there. So right, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give context. So the other day I was out on the job and... I was going to do a, a, a job for a client, but their their neighbours basically came back to the house and started bugging out on, like, not even bugging out on me, but I was just like, oh, what's going on? What are you doing? And obviously, I've, I don't know, have I didn't know at the time who he was. He just came up to me and was like, I'll oh, stop what you're doing. I'm like, I don't know who you are. I'm not stopping. So <laughs> he started moaning. But then what kind of... Made my because already my chimp was a bit like, all right, what's, what's, what's this? What's going on? <laughs> this guy's on smoke. Right, we're gonna have to do a mad thing, but obviously, I'm uniformed up, I've got the, the work van there. So, on one part, I'm like, all right, cool, let me let me find out what the situation is. But then he's called, he said to me, Oh, you're oh, he's like, oh, stu-. as he's walking, he's like, oh, stupid people. So, my chimps reacted straight away, in it like. There's as as we all go back, um, the computer is on autopilot. So autopilot, my back was up. The chimp was like, "All right, cool, we've made your decision. Like, let's let's go f- confront it." The dude's half my size, but at the same time, I'm ready to to basically confront him in a in a very aggressive way. But I'm also very aware the humans saying to me, "You're working, your business. Like, you can't do this. Like, you're there's witnesses. There's this. There's this. You're in uniform. Like, you can't." So I'm like, I, I've had to pull back instantly. But within that moment, I've the, I've discussed with the human and the computers that I called. You know what? The best advice that I'd say is calm down, breathe, talk to the client, let them sort out the situation. Then you can do what you do, and which which was done. And yeah, luckily the human the human came through and um, saved the day, so to speak. And I didn't let the chimp go go like do his thing because as I said it, it could have ended up in a sticky situation and just to, to tie up that note I remember no, journaling that day and noting it down and even I think I spoke to a P and had like a little rant about it but it was like it was very cathartic at the time but writing it down was that much more I can see 
next time in that similar situation, what to not? I probably react less just because I know what it is and how to deal with it a bit more better. But it's, as we know, we're all on a journey, all trying to learn. But yeah, that that was helpful. That was definitely helpful. So I know P, you've got. A, probably a more uh, interesting story. It's funny because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna tell that story. Should be like, hold me back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not even gonna tell it because that's that, that's a long one. But like, I think when you began when you began telling your story, it made me think of something that happened recently as to my chimp and let's say my human. So like, someone was rude in the car, and actually maybe her chimp was actually talking because she was quite frustrated, but a bit rude, but too rude for my liking, mm. and um. Anyway, she was a little annoyed that I didn't take a turn in, but it wasn't even a big deal. For me, like, missing a turn is not a big deal. Bro, it's not going to add £10 onto the journey. Mm. It's not, if anything, it's not going to add anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she was a bit rude. And I was going to say something immediately. Then, obviously, we've used the SD card today. You know what I mean? In regards to recording. I began using my, my GoPro again because, obviously, I wasn't using it. I did a small little period <laughs> in which I just... You know when you get into a, relax, a relaxed state and you yeah. just stop doing, certain, you do, stop doing certain things or you're not um, using certain practices as such. But when she was rude... I said, your GoPro is not on. Just wait till tomorrow. You can say what you want. When, when people say, when people talk to you like that, you can respond however you choose because it's actually recording. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's recording. You can see the whole interaction. If I'd responded, it gives people an opportunity to then say something and fabricate the truth, which is often often the case. Mm. So they don't expect them people to respond. Well, as a as a client, they don't respect. Um, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I don't think people respect people as well. I mean, just like I mean, you you're expecting not expecting the other story, but the story I was yeah. telling you of. The last thing they thought I was gonna. The, the, the last thing the guy thought I was gonna say was, smoke. "I'm coming. I'm coming back to talk to you." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's completely different. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But sorry, Mason, I think you're gonna say something. No, it's fine because French answered the question. I was gonna. He, when he finished the story, the question got answered. Okay. It was just whether or not you let your chimp ramble on and tire out. But I think you said your MP and had that. Yeah. No, that was after. In the actual situation itself, I I I, I self managed myself. The the human stepped in and. Um, I was able to see the bigger picture and like to, to allow a small moment of madness to jeopardize something that's been in the making and still growing. Um, it didn't make sense. So, I, I mean, there's some situations. If again, if I wasn't working, my chin may have just taken over, and do you know what I mean? I, I may have just been like whatever. But I don't say that with. Right, it's, it's not a good thing just to allow your chimp to run wild. Um, I think there's a time and a place. I agree with you, P. There is definitely a time and a place. But the majority of the time, if you can think logically about the situation, I think you'll you'll be you'll be on the better side of the, the scenario at the end of the day. I don't want to go into a rant in regards to that. Um, yeah, I don't. Please do. Um, <laughs> do you know, unfortunately, all right, I'm, I'm going to literally, this is not the rant. This is going to be like, a small fraction of it. I don't think, certainly, let's say in professional environments, mm. and maybe in real life too, like in terms of just your personal day-to-day stuff. And I hate to say this, I think people don't respect you unless you actually push yeah, yeah, push yeah, the yeah, line yeah, or, or tote the line. Yeah. And that's something I, unfortunately I've had to learn. I don't like that, yeah. but I've realised that and that's the only way people learn. See, it's funny you say that because in that same situation I'm referring to, because after he said stupid people, and I've, I did, I'm not going to say I stuck it on him, but... I got in close at proximity and asked him, "What is this? What's, what are you saying?" <laughs> and that the whole the whole demeanor was different. But I'm sure if I didn't, if I didn't step up and ask the question in, uh, I don't want to say an 
an aggressive turn. I'll say a more of assertive turn. But if I didn't do that, then who knows? He could have. He, he may have thought that he can go around talking to people like that any given how. Do you know what I mean? And it, was, it wasn't that kind of party at all. So I'm going to add to that. I mean, because we're speaking of the chimping, <clears throat> not necessarily negative terms, but I'm going to read this and then from there, I don't know, we might choose to talk about it very briefly. Mm. But it says, the chimp will hijack you if, if, sorry, the chimp will hijack you if you allow it to, which obviously is what we're talking about. Mm. That doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. Mm. And... Again, obviously, we're talking about the the chimp kind of in negative terms as to um, allowing it to run. Well, it can run wild if you don't if you don't rein it in. But I guess the same thing can happen in regards to, let's say, a release of emotions as to something good as something good happening. Uh, um, the, the easiest thing I can think of is a goal. You know, when a goal is scored, your your chimp runs yeah. wild as to being happy and excited. And I think sometimes, uh, so I'm, I'm actually thinking of this as as, as we speak, so as you to should. yeah, so you should. Yeah, so I think your chimp... Oh, I've actually lost what I was going to say there, but I don't know. It forms a huge, huge part of you. You know what I mean? I know we're talking about... I don't want to reiterate what I've said as to we're talking about in a negative form, but mm. it forms a massive part of who you are in relation to some of your inner cores and you know your your energy systems. I know there's other parts which talk about the core systems and stuff like that, but yeah. I think it's important to remember that as well. Yeah, I don't think it's all negative. I, it's now that even as you're, you're speaking about it, I can think about... Um, a reaction that I definitely don't think it was a human reaction. I think it was all chimp that I had when I was um, out on the roadside or whatever. Um, but yeah, basically, it was like a dangerous situation. And you know you have that fight or flight reaction. And the the, the fight, the reaction was fight. But it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a typically... Not everyone would have that same reaction in that same situation, but it was just it was just one of those it's like well, obviously I'm not thinking about chimping human thoughts at those times. But when I'm looking back and recalling that story, that was definitely a chimp reaction. So <coughs> maybe I might get into it later, but I don't really, uh, I don't really, yeah. Yeah, for doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah, not, not now anyway. But uh, moving on, chapter two, the divided planet, part one. How to understand yourself and your chimp. There's two different ways of thinking. The chimp is emotionally driven and human is logically driven. Your chimp typically forms first impressions when you meet new people by reading body language. And I, I referred to that as like a system one reaction. Now, an example of Rob and Sally at the cinema on, on page 18. Can any one of you get that example up at all quickly? It's about Rob and Sally at the cinema. Just trying to record. Yeah, yeah. Shall I read out the, the little extract? Yeah. Right. Rob is waiting for his girlfriend Sally at the cinema and they have agreed to meet at 8 30. The time is now nine. There was no sign of her. His chimp has got control and is on the warpath. His chimp thinks emotionally. It is late. She has not told me what is happening. I'm wasting my time. I may as well go into the cinema. She isn't worth it. She's let me down. She shouldn't do this to me. She has humiliated me. I'm angry. I'm upset. And so it goes on. Suddenly, Sally arrives. And before she has the chance to say anything, his chimp attacks. Why have you turned up late? You have made me look like a fool. What's the point of going into it now? It's too late. And many more attacks. Then he stops and Sally speaks. Someone has been knocked over just around the corner. I went to help and they were using my mobile to get an ambulance and the police. I held the woman's hand and she lay on the floor. The ambulance came in and I rushed to get her. I'm sorry I couldn't let you know, but they were using my phone to get help. 
Now Rob feels pretty bad and, has, and his chimp changes its emotion to being remorseful, but the damage is done. Cool. Have any of you been in a similar situation and how did you react? Um, I can't think of anything specific as such, but I think there might have been like the odd time where I've sp- like someone, anyway, I've spoken maybe out of turn. I'm not crazy out of turn, but I've spoken out of turn and they've given me a, a reason why they weren't able to do X, Y, Z and it's made me think actually in hindsight, in fact, you know what, I can. I thought about this other day actually. This happened at least 10, 11 years ago. I don't know why it kept, you know, it's like something that happened in a professional format that I'd, I've never really forgot. Mm. Um, I'll say it briefly. I don't necessarily want to be too personal. Mm. Um, so I was um, at the time, um, yeah, actually I will go into it. So I was at the time asking for like membership and me, I was very young. So I'm not necessarily, I'm in the adult world, but I don't really have any real financial problems for getting the wider picture or the bigger picture. So I'm asking parents or reminding parents they need to pay X amount of pounds on a certain day. And the parent responded um, like quite strongly. Um, and I, in fact, immediately when I saw the message, like, I think I can't remember if I had two different thoughts like as to like why she responded like that. But at the same time, in her, she may have added a bit more to it, but it made me think actually, you know, like this woman's got bills, a family, a this, that, the third, you know, you know, actually things are quite comfortable for me, but doesn't necessarily mean it's the same for other people. But in reflection, it made me think to myself, not necessarily about the situation. I had to send that message. You know what I mean? Because obviously like yourself, you're a business owner, you have to provide reminder messages, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Because yeah. people like to have bouts of amnesia. Absent, you know? Yeah. Trust me, especially when it comes to paying. <laughs> so I had to send that message. But it made me think about things going forward. And actually now I think about it. There are plenty of times when, again, you have to send those messages. Forget, move, I have to remove my emotion, actually. I have, to, I have to do my job and make sure I send that message so at least I've had that communication. Although you know already, I have to at least prepare myself and make sure I send that message. But if someone was to come to me and tell me I can't afford the payment, I'm usually like, yo, as long as you come to me and you can tell me, yeah. then I'm usually all right with it. But as long as you don't do the, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the service, but I can't pay. <laughs> then it becomes a bit of a different problem. But I just have that in my mind. I've had that in my mind ever since. Mm. Yeah, so that's it. But yeah, so I have had like a situation before, but nothing like- It's funny you should say that. On on a similar <laughs> note, um, obviously, as you said, I am a business owner and we get clients that we provide a service for and some of them don't pay straight away, which is fine. Then some don't pay straight away and attempt never to pay unless you chase them up, which is kind of one of the annoying parts of business, but so be it. So this particular one happened recently. Um, kind of kind of bad still, but at the same time, it's, these situations are about communication. If, if you, as an individual approach me and say this is my situation then it's more likely i'm going to be okay with it and lenient and understanding because we're all human we all have issues we all have problems and whatever whatnot at different stages of our life so this particular one um uh is a, a guy that we'd we provided the service for three times over i guess a course of between four and six months and each time they would normally pay. They would normally pay their debt. So we never thought nothing of it. So three, three times we've, we've gone over to the property and done done what we needed to do and send the invoices, whatever. I never heard back from him. Six, I think that's six to eight months have gone by, continued messages here and there just to say, you owe X amount, 
we need to receive it within 14 days. Didn't get no response, didn't get no response. Then, unfortunately, he had to take the the measurement of, of calling the debt collectors in. So I've sent their details to their debt collectors and said, these, these amount of people owe X amount of money. Obviously, go do your job and do what, do what you need to do, whatever. So I think like uh, two weeks have gone by and the same person I've been chasing for about eight months calls me and says, oh, they've got the money. So I'm like, all right, cool, but I've been trying to call, I've been trying to message you for six to eight months. Why is it taking for bailiffs to come to your house for you then to want to contact me to say you've got the money? It makes no sense. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I, at first I was a bit uh, hesitant to, to really communicate because I've been, I've been trying to communicate and now you want to communicate. So basically they've called um, and left a message and said, I really need to talk to you. Can you give me a call back? So I said, all right, cool. So what's the situation? So <coughs> I gave him a call now and um, it turned out that he, he was fighting cancer and he'd been in and out of hospital for the last year or so. And our original client was his wife who died of cancer and she was a really lovely lady, like really genuine lady, like, love, like really nice. So there, there's been history there of, do you know what I mean? Like condolences and understanding, like if you need us to do anything, whatever, like it's, it's, it was a good relationship up until that point. So after, obviously um, he's explained to me what's happened and I'm like, yeah, that, why didn't you just tell me? Like you could have just told me that it would have been fine. He was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't, it wasn't something I was, um, dealing with and like we had a we had a, a conversation and that got all got sorted it was all fine but it was more just to jump on the back of what you were saying in terms of if someone explains to you what it is then you could kind of help that help them in that situation and alleviate it because it wasn't a case of me I guess you could say the chimp reacted on the terms of all right well this person's not re um, responding so I'm just gonna go and do this. But um, once you find out what the actual cause was or you have a reasonable conversation, you realise, okay, maybe I was, maybe my re my initial reaction wasn't maybe the best one. But that's all in hindsight, obviously. But yeah, no, just to kind of bounce off what you were saying was to <coughs> reiterate that point. But um, what about you, mate? Have you been in a similar situation? Um, the only one that springs to mind is, I remember I used to be a proper... So First and foremost, going back to the example, it's normally me that'll be running late. <laughs> if, if it's two, if it's two of us or three of us, four of us coming yeah. from different different places to meet in one in one origin in one lo location, I'm not the one on time, so that won't happen to me. But to give you a different scenario or example, where I what I do for my part time work, um, obviously I, I manage or run that particular section, and that taking into account people's like breaks and lunch and all that kind of stuff and like I remember like and I'm not like this anymore because I've learned to think about the bigger picture someone was like five ten minutes down late from their lunch and stuff I'll be on them like, blah, blah, blah. maybe put a call out come out and then I, just, I sat back and I thought to myself how does the person perform in the grand scheme of things it's five minutes it's five minutes or ten minutes make that much difference to how they're actually performing when you're giving them stuff to do or whatnot and I thought, it doesn't, like it doesn't. And there's been times where you need, you need the help and they're willing to help you. And actually, 
take away the work relationship on a personal relationship you actually get on well with like you're in group chats and stuff mm. and you're there you're there running them down for five minutes of time that's not coming out of your pocket directly nah like it's just so i said so things like that don't matter to me as much no more i don't look at that it's like me looking at things more holistically me getting over my ego or you know right they're taking 10 minutes of my time they, they should they should be like respecting the the procedure to run is nice nah, more give and take it's more forget your chimp piping up and saying yo you're the big boss and you should be like you should like they should respect you now forget all that we're all humans all of a certain level like rein it back in and just 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 if you're if if, if there's a need for them to, to kind of make sure you're down on time for a reason whether it's you're going home or you send up his lunch then then say do you know what make sure you're just down the door because i need to send this person much wherever but otherwise like let that go so it's just things like that mm. over time that's what's developed with me where little silly like silly things that are not they're not big in the grand scheme of things whether mm. it's worldly things or even in the in the place of work it's not that big a deal like five minutes or whatever mm. so it's just things like that i've learned to let go and just start to really tackle if i'm it's almost like picking your fights like what, yeah yeah no picking definitely your, picking your organs picking yeah. your fights more, yeah. like more strategically. Your fights. Yeah. Yeah. i'm not gonna lie i'm still i'm a man i'm still a bit of a stickler for time like i don't like if you're late and don't tell me you're going to be late. Like, at least let me know. Right, cool, I'm going to be running 10 minutes late. Do you know what? All right, cool, I can allow it. But if you're, if we set a time now and you're, you're half an hour late, hour late, and there's not even a, sorry, I'm running late for X, Y, Z, I'm, that, my chimp's bugging out. <laughs> it's bugging out, and you probably will meet the chimp when you arrive. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've got a couple of man as friends who taking, who's known for taking absolute biscuit. I was gonna use another word, but like, yo, keep you there. As kids, some of us were in the cold <laughs> for a long time. I'm not even talking about 10, 15, half an hour. Some of us were for a long time. Oh,